This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Lockie Little, who is the frontman of a band called Self, who recently put out a single called The Pink Hotel, which sounds like this. They also put out an EP called Snake of Light last year, which you should also check out. And they got another tune coming next month, hopefully. But let's jump into the chat with Lockie. So, we have Lockie Little with us today. How are we doing, Lockie? Hello, hello. I am doing uh, very, very good. It's been a great day. I've been camping down in um, Black Rocks in the Bunjalung National Park in um, down in New South Wales for the last two days for my partner's birthday. Uh, it was very rejuvenating and refreshing to get out into the bush and you're swimming in tea tree lakes and sea eagles and have nice big fires and good food. So I'm feeling fantastic. Very good. You're you're refreshed. You're you're ready for life back in the big smoke. I'm a new man. You're a new man. You've changed. I mean, I've never met you before, but you've you've changed since I last saw you. Yes, well, you know, that's just how life goes, you know. Yeah. I've probably said this in in the intro of the podcast, but um you're the you're the singer of a band called Self. Yes. And you've recently put out a single called The Pink Hotel. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you wrote that? The Pink Hotel was a lot of fun for myself and all the members of Self to create. Um, it was like a really long process that started um, back last year. We, cre- we created the song because it's a real place, the Pink Hotel. It's on the border, um, last place in Kulangata before it borders over into Tweed Heads. Uh-huh. Um, and we're really good friends with the people who run the place and just love what they're trying to create there. They cut, kind of got like a, you know, some secret whiskey bars with like a Chelsea Hotel vibe and everything. And we just spent a lot of time there. We actually applied for a grant to do a residency there for 12 days, which we got. So when we actually got to go in there, what we were doing, we were staying in a room called the Artist Suite, which is this really cool spot that has like a, it's got a piano in there, funky lights, a pinball machine and all these balconies and big windows. It's just a really cool space. And we went in there for 12 days, brought in all of our gear, Tascam recorder, mm-hmm. bass rigs, electric drums, and just demoed and wrote a whole bunch of songs and also had a really, really fun and chaotic time that was well balanced with productivity as well, cool. I'm sure you. And then so we kind of, yeah, we wrote the song out of that. And what was really cool about it was that because it was during COVID, we actually had the whole hotel to ourselves, which gave us a lot of freedom to make lots of noise and then so the pink hotel was written i guess to be kind of represented a representative of the spirit of the place and then when we went to record it we teamed up with um our producer alex hendrickson and recorded that song and another one we're going to release down at rainbow valley which is matt colby's studio down there cool and uh yeah very cool stuff did you get um you said you got another song coming out of those i guess sessions but um did you get many songs that you might release out of that 
Yeah, we hope so. You know, it's always just a question of resources and time. Mm, Um, But while we were in the hotel, we kind of, um, yeah, we created a whole body of work. I kind of wrote a story about what the Pink Hotel was, a narrative called The Neon Parable of the Pink Hotel that had many different characters and beings. And basically the sets that we've been performing live um, recently, like at our shows at the Tivoli and Miami Marquetta and stuff, we've been playing all those songs as the set, even though they're not released. And there's probably like 10 songs. Oh which I'd like to. Uh, but the, the next one that we're releasing, hopefully next month, is called Attack of the Apocalypse 3. It's a very sarcastic surf song about the world ending and no one caring. Fair enough. It feels like that sometimes. Yes. But it's got like a drive-in cinema B-grade horror film kind of energy. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm excited to hear it. No, it's pretty silly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm so excited. <laughs> you said originally b- before you... You went into the Pink Hotel to do writing. It was meant to be a residency for 12 days. Is that like kind of 12 straight days? Yes. Yeah, we stayed in there. We stayed in there for 12 days, myself and my, our guitarist, Reese, And uh, and then we had alternating visitors. So we had our drummer, Baldy, come in for a few times and cool. my partner, Creation, who's also a singer in the band, uh, spent a lot of time there. And we, ha- we had um, a documentary filmed while we were in there as well, which we're going to release. Nice sometime soon as well, which is pretty hilarious and audacious, really. Um, Elliot, so he's the director, he came in and stayed with us and, and his partner, Isabel, who filmed the music video. We filmed the music video there cool. some months later. Um, but, yeah, the residency was like a live-in residency for 12 days. That's nice. So you mentioned you mentioned a little bit about kind of your, your playing um, all the songs that you, you wrote, during that re- wrote during that residency. Mm. Um, in your live shows. Have you got any anything coming up live shows? We kind of just finished like a whole run of shows, but mm-hmm. we still do have one. We're basically doing, uh, I guess, an industry showcase at the Pink Hotel cool. um, on the 7th of June, which is like closed. It's an invite one. Right. It was meant to be like back in, um, I think it was like March 12th, but it was when a lot of our guests were from um, Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the little surprise snap lockdown happened. Right. And so it got cancelled and moved forward. So we've been putting a lot of energy into that. It'll just be, yeah, kind of just like, you know, closed capped group, but we're mm-hmm. going to do a show and, and um, show some of the music video and the documentary and kind of give it like a, a lived in experience because we spent so much time at the actual Pink Hotel, did a doco there, filmed mm-hmm. it there. We want to show kind of people, yeah, the spirit of the Pink Hotel while in the Pink Hotel. Right. It's a babushka okay. doll. Very cool. Lot, lots lots, of shit going on. I dig it. So I wanted to learn a little bit about the band, mm. um, how you all came together. Mm. Um, it was a bit kind of hard doing my research to find how many members are actually in the band. Yes. So who's in the band? We have uh, we got six members. Cool. Uh, there's myself and there's Jane Reese on lead guitar. Creation Safina on backing vocals and occasionally lead vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Edwards on the bass, Michael Baldy on the drums, and um, uh, Liam Kirk on the keyboards. Cool. And uh, it, Selv has gone through a few different manifestations over the years. You know, I started it and then, you know, initially it was just me and Harry, the, the bass player. We worked on the first EP together. Um, he goes under Elder Children as an artist and he produced... Mm-hmm the EP and composed a lot of the music as well while I was writing songs. Um, then we had other people join and members change. And 
you know, over over the years in the tumble, there were some changes. Harry and I parted ways for a little while, and it was me and my guitarist Reese who wrote right. um, basically all of the Pink Hotel songs, of which there are like ten. And now Harry's back in the band and kind of working on that and a whole bunch of new stuff as well. But this kind of feels like the first time the band has been completely like stable right. and grounded in its core members. So it's almost as if, yes, this current iteration, which has only been actually going on for like four months. Feels like the first time and completely solid as that's what Selb is. Cool. And with the, how, how is the, because you said it kind of started off with you and then there was a couple, then kind of like goes up and down. What mm. do you find the change in the band dynamic is with the number of people? Oh, I think it's, it's actually always been six. It was just that oh, right. um, we had to have six to play it live. Sure. But it was just being written by two at one point. Cool. Um, right. Because the first EP was very kind of like layered with like, yeah, you know, like double synths and pianos, Mm -hmm. you know, backing tracks and all kinds of weird stuff. So we've always actually needed around six people for the sound we're going for. Right. Seems to be a good number. Yeah, six is a good number. Seven's too many. Five's not enough. Yeah, that's right. It's the sweet spot. Perfect. I'm trying to think of other bands with six. I'm sure there are plenty. There are. That's why why a lot of bands aren't that good because they've got not enough or too many members. There's a secret fraternity of sixes. Mm. We congregate every uh, couple of weeks, have meetings, boards, plans, how to engineer the music industry around needing six people. Who's the Who's the leader of that that um, I'm organization? I am not at liberty to discuss. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's all it's all very under wraps. You've yeah. said too much already. I know, I know. I could be taken out, and then yeah. I'm going to be left with five, and then what do we do? <sighs> You're out. The whole band's out. You yeah. fucked it. You fucked it for everyone. That's it. We're all fucked. I hope you're enjoying the chat so far. Just breaking it up, as I always do, to let you know if you wanted to check out Souls Music, you can head to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you buy music or wherever you stream music, you'll find it there. And go check out Selves' as socials, which I'll leave in the description of the episode, along with the socials for Life on Music. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can follow or subscribe right now, wherever you're listening, if you want to hear the episodes when they're first released, of course. But let's just jump back into the chat with Lockie. After doing this Pink Hotel stuff last year, have you started writing... Um, even newer stuff yeah i mean there's still like we'd really like to put we've got like an album's worth of stuff from the pink uh-huh. hotel time that we really still love and we've only really played it around a few times but you know it does you do start feeling like they're a bit old so we'd still like to mm-hmm. we're going to try to record them out of our home studio um they're cool. in the just because we don't have the resources currently to keep going to the studio so we might try to record the remainder of the pink hotel songs we already have maybe drop it out in like a double EP or something so we don't do nice. just the whole album. Um, but, yeah, we are definitely working on a whole crop of new stuff which sounds very different. Like that whole Pink Hotel saga has, I guess, like a sense of, it's like a throwback to, you know, old musical styles, but it's kind of, I think, self-aware and postmodern lyrically and kind of criticisms of our current culture and stuff like that by doing it back. Whereas this whole new crop of music we're working on, it it feels a lot more modern right? rather than referencing other styles. 
for the sake of satire and hilarity, which has been really fun. And having like Harry back in the band has brought some new flavors and Liam coming on as the new keyboardist, we made a whole bunch of new stuff. There's a whole bunch of new stuff that we really like, which we'll, we'll be playing around, but we're still trying to figure out uh, how exactly we're going to record it. Probably do it here, but yeah. Cool. Have you ever, ever recorded at home and released that, that stuff before? Um, no, we, well, the first EP was kind of like that. no, we didn't record it at home. We recorded it in a university studio and then kind of mixed it at home. But we've been building a studio here. We got like a under, yeah, we got a kind of basically a garage underneath my house. It has, it's kind of a big like six by eight room, which we got carpeted with red carpet and painted the walls black. And I've just got all the gear in there and are slowly trying to sound treat it so that we can actually record properly in there. So it'll be a fun experiment. Yeah. And, um, eventually just save that money don't don't give it to the man straight up i suppose with the home recording you you kind of it lowers the limitations that you have totally in a studio like in, as in time time constraints that you might have in a studio yeah, i'm interested to hear what comes out of those sessions yeah me too and uh, we've got like the main thing is that we you know we we know we can track it you know pretty well in there uh, and then there we got some close friends who you know, we can send it to to give a proper mix, I think, is uh, is what we're kind of thinking at the moment. But we will just have to wait and see. Still at this point, like, our focus is um, getting the Pink Hotel out there and then Attack of the Apocalypse 3. We're doing another, filming another music video for that one, which I think will be very fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah, something, something on a kind of different topic. Yep. Um, I read that you were... You're nominated, didn't win, but nominated for the Billy Thorpe um, Scholarship yes. for the Queensland Music Awards, yes. I think it is. Um, how did that feel, um, being nominated? Like there was a lot of lot of cool artists that were also nominated. Mm. Yeah, totally. It was it was awesome. It was a real um, honour. Put a lot of energy into the application for that one because you have to apply for the Billy Thorpe. Yeah, no, it felt really cool. We were really surprised and um, shocked we got in because I think there's certain like 75 applicants and you know only four people got in there and got so much respect for the other artist Becca who did win I know and I've seen her music and she's just beautiful and deserves it will do something really good with the funding of course ten thousand dollars would have been nice but it was also just nice oh, to yeah. be able to go to the QMAs dress up nice and have some free food nice. and beverages and you know chat with some cool people but you know it was an honor to um to get nominated yeah, it's really- yeah. Is it kind of validating in a way? Like, kind of shows you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I think so. And it, yeah, it, yeah. I guess let's let's you know that we're, I guess, um, you know, in the arena. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. That we have got our foot in the door, and we would like to continue to slip our whole body into the door, so we can continue playing music and doing our thing. Yeah, eventually, just get into the room. Get a pick lock. That's it. Yeah. That's what it's about. Sky roof on a on a rope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You'll get in there somehow. The neon um, whip. Yes. 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 Doesn't matter if you get in there legitimately or not, as long as you're in the room. <laughs> so I guess um, something I'd like to learn. We've we've talked enough about the band already. Yeah. Um, I want to know about Lockie the man. Yes. Um, the main man. Everyone knows you're the main man of the band. Um, the others, they're all right, but that's what the neon whips for. Yeah, exactly. What What's your kind of background musically? Like, kind of when did you start doing anything musical? Um, I suppose. I think I 
I started writing when I was in my early teens, and I would say that I was probably definitely a musician now. But I was definitely like a, a writer and a poet and a songwriter before I was a musician. Music came pretty hard to me, actually. Sure. You know, I probably started playing guitar when I was 17, but it was always like a vehicle to get songs out rather than the instrument itself. So my kind of, yeah, path exists in probably having done my 10,000 hours in blackening pages more than fiddling with my instrument, which means I can hold right. my own, but I'm definitely like the least musically capable right. in the band, which is kind of good because that means that I don't, I can allow everyone else to have their ideas without sure. okay. over-domineering, um, which really works for us at the moment. But I obviously still like write the chord progressions and songs and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's uh, that's how that kind of came to be. I was I was playing solo for a long time before um, I met people and the band members and everything, and performing as a spoken word artist as well. And I was hosting two separate poetry nights on the Gold Coast for like two and a half years as the MC and performing at that. And I've performed as like a spoken word artist at multiple places and stuff as well, and yeah, which has been really fun. So yeah, I think. I've always had like songs in my head and and something to say and love playing with words. But my favorite way to do that is through music. It's kind of what self is. And obviously the songwriting at the moment is, you know, very varied. I think, I guess I could, yeah, it's kind of like maybe I'm a storyteller. It's all through telling stories. Like I'm a Jabba Jabba man. My mob's from like up in Broome and I've been learning a lot um, about that and that's starting to influence my songwriting at the moment Uh Um, and infiltrating the, just like the, the Western music world of idols that has infiltrated my mind and, you know, affected the way that I think. Starting to balance that out a little bit, I think. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a good time to wrap up the interview for today. Cool. I'm glad we got through we it. We did. At long last. Thanks for listening and thank you to Lockie for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Cells' new single, The Pink Hotel, wherever you buy or stream music and check out their socials as well as the socials for Life on Music, which I'll link in the description of the episode. And if you did enjoy the episode, feel free to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.